You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, have I got your attention now? Read, for lack of a better word, is good. You know what I mean? Money to be made in a place like this. Money never sleeps, pal. You're crazy. Don't run when you lose. Don't whine when it hurts. You know what it takes to sell real estate? It takes brass, 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 brass. I'm falling, and I can't get up! Welcome back to Money Never Sleeps. This is a show where we touch on anything and everything that impacts the flow of money from around the corner to around the world. And uh, this week's show, uh, it's going to be an interesting show because we have our featured segment that we've been trying to introduce uh, on Money Never Sleeps because we think it's an important thing. Um, you know, because, uh, I mean, this is, I think it's just an interesting um uh, addition to what we're doing. Uh, we, we're, the segment is coming from uh, the matchmaker to the rich and famous Tiffany Brown. And what we're going to be doing is touching on various topics uh, as well as featuring questions from listeners uh, via social media and other avenues, emails, so on and so forth. So it should be a fun segment and we're going to be tackling real, real uh, situations. So, uh, you know, she, you know, she's going to give advice and guidance and everything else. And I think that, uh, it's, it's going to be a benefit to some people. So, uh, you get, you're going to want to stay tuned because, um, yeah, we'll have that later on in the show, but it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a good segment. Uh, now, last week was turbulent. And this week, in my opinion, is when people start getting back into the flow of things. They start getting back into the grind. And they're, they're coming back from their extended family excursions and such, you know, because people go away. They went away for, for the holidays and so on and so forth. Uh, even though, I don't look at the moment-to-moment state of the markets. You know, I don't look at stocks uh, on a daily. You know, uh, I mean, if you're an actual, you know, true trader, and that's what you do, you you day trade. Then of course you need to do that because you're looking for the momentum swing. Um, but you know, I, I'm not looking at that. I, I mean, but at the end of the day, I think that everyone should still be aware of what's going on out there, regardless. You know, if you're invested in a company that's invested in the pharma industry or tech or stuff like that, you need to know what's going on because something can happen that is, you know, uh, that's a game changer. And if you're not aware, you can miss the boat or you can, you know, lose your shirt. You don't know, you know, but you want to be informed. You just, you just, I mean, you want to depend on your financial advisor, but you need to be informed. Be an informed investor. Uh, be smart about things. And that's my advice. Just be smart about things. Um, there are a lot of things, a lot of interesting things, uh, going on in 2015 that flowed over from 2014. Now, the dollar has been getting stronger and stronger. You know, that's no mystery to anyone. Uh, the euro has been slipping. So, uh, look, if you want to take European vacation, well, this may be the time to do so, you know. So for those wives that wanted, wanted to grab their husband and go to Europe, here you go. Opportunity. Uh, you're going to get more bang for your, bunk, your, your buck at this point. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just an interesting time we're in. Uh, the pound sterling and Swiss franc, they've been steadily rising as well. And now something that we have not seen, which to me it's very interesting, is the true impact on a macro level 
as as far as the price of oil is concerned. Now, right now, crude is in, in about the forty-six dollar barrel range. Uh, this time last year, I believe it was well over a hundred dollars a barrel. You know, um, this is good for consumers. There's no doubt. This is good for for consumers uh, at the pump. That's for sure. Uh, with the national average, you know, teetering in anywhere from two nineteen to two twenty one per gallon. Um, so yeah, you're getting, you know, you're able to put more gas in the tank, able to travel further, and it's it's good for it's good for the economy on some levels. You know, I don't know how good this is going to be for the electric car business. You know, because you have cheaper gas. You know, you're not looking at the uh, economics of it because it's that affordable for you. Um, but the, the trick, the trickle down impact has not been felt yet. And I talked about this last week, uh, that the, the price of extracting oil out of the ground doesn't, doesn't go up, doesn't go down, doesn't go sideways just because the price of oil goes down. Uh, it pretty much stays the same if it doesn't rise due to labor cost. You know, that, that's, that, that would be the, the, the changing factor. So what does this mean? Well, what this means is that you have oil companies that um, you know that that are going to get impacted. You know uh, those that directly depend on the sale of oil. Well, this is bad news for them. Uh, their margins are going to be depleted. And I promise you this: that a number of these companies probably, you know, had to issue you know bonds or take out you know short-term you know commercial loans um, in order to keep business flowing when they had to extract the oil because you need to get the oil out of the ground before you can sell it. You can't you know you can get orders and pre-orders. You're not getting paid, so you know they they probably you know factored out. Um, you know their their potential receivables and stuff like that. Who knows? You know, but if they issue commercial paper, then that's a different story uh, as well. Um, you know, but anyway, because the rates were reasonable, you know, the, it probably made sense at the time, and it usually does make sense. But those coupons, those coupons will be coming due soon. And again, if they issue commercial paper, you know, um, those those this is going to get very interesting for those for those companies. But what what's going to happen as well, which potentially could happen, is that these oil companies, right, when they hit a brick wall, you know, I want to paint this picture, they hit a brick wall. If they're drilling in certain towns, what winds up happening is that they have, you know, if, if there's a boom, you know, they're, they're drilling. So they need workers. So they have to get workers. Workers, they're not going to, you know, they'll, they'll move over there to work, but they need to, they need to find housing. So then you have builders that are building and people are moving into these housing or rentals or they're buying or whatever they're doing. So it creates a boom like any other boom. It creates a boom in the area. Uh, but, uh, you know, when when these oil companies, when they start to hit a brick wall, which, you know, the smaller companies, you're going to start, I mean, this is happening now. Um, so these towns that are surrounding the area they're, they're in, just like the gold and silver boom, when oil towns build up and things like, this happen, those real estate values will begin to slide because if there's no reason for people to be there, you know, you can have uh, you can have a ghost town at some point. And these companies, uh, you know, look, if this continues, which it looks like it will for the remainder of the year, 
Uh, they may need to lay off people, and so you know, look, let, let the games begin at this point because this will have an impact. We just don't know on a macro level what the impact is going to be. Uh, right now, it's good for consumers. You know, we don't know what it's going to do later on. So I guess, you know, time will tell. We'll see. You know, this is different than it was, you know, five years ago. Um, so we'll see where things go. And still, with all that said, you know, again, the real impact, we don't know. You know, but, you know, we're going to know over time. That, that's for sure. There's no doubt we're going to find out about it. Uh, so only time will tell. Now, last week, I was talking about the fitness industry. I was hoping to have... Um, someone on here to speak about it, but I, I wanted to bring on uh, a certain um, a certain industry, a certain part of the fitness industry on here. So um, I'm going to hold off on that till next to the next show. Uh, but I was talking about the fitness industry and the trickle down effect from the, the New Year's resolutions. But more importantly, uh, there's a growing number of people getting fit. You know, there. You know, you have the media and between social media, TV, radio, stuff like that. People have it in their face all the time. All these uh, new healthy situations popping up. You have people that are that are dating more and getting out more, and they want to stay fit. They want to stay healthy. You got to look good to, uh, and you feel good. So whether it be weight training, CrossFit, running, or sports, more people are getting physical. That is a fact. More people are getting physical. I don't care if you're 10. I don't care if you're 70. People are getting physical. And you see people in a gym that are in their 60s, 70s, and even 80s training. God bless them. You know, but this is the, um, this is what's happening now. Okay. And uh, so, again, more people are concerned about how they look, how they feel. And basically, you know, they're, they're looking to, they're looking to take time to take care of themselves. Now, this movement has been and will continue to directly benefit the likes of companies like Dick's Sporting Goods, uh, Under Armour, uh, Nike, Lululemon, and definitely the private sector. You have a lot of private companies that are going to benefit. And it's beyond, you know, the clothing lines. You know, it's from it's from uh, supplements. It's uh, training and, and, and things of that nature, it's selling DVDs, so on and so forth. Uh, so what's happening is this. You have a lot of consumers. They're looking for that something different, that that something different that they can adhere to, and make it habitual. For some, it's it's hitting the weights, you know. So your traditional gyms will continue to thrive, continue to grow their memberships as long as uh, they're marketed well and they're marketed the right way. For others, they want to, you know, some people want to do cru- the CrossFit situation. You know, so those specialty facilities will continue to grow to attract new members. Even though the price tag is pretty high on that, you know, I'm not a fan of CrossFit, you know, because I'm just, this is my opinion. I think just a lot of injuries come, you know, come from it. Um, and then you have uh, something that may be the total package for some people. Okay, so the total package facility are those environments that offer uh either one or either one on one or as close to one on one training as possible because not everyone is well versed in training so they're you know they're looking for that something else okay so you have you have some specialty facilities that are like that um and uh even you know when when they when they have things set in a in a regimen serving multi purposes that's always that's always great you know, because some of these multi-purposes, uh, for instance, uh, 
could be uh, handling the time constraint issue because you know you have people that don't have time. They're working hard. They have family lives and everything. So making uh, taking time to work out, they only have a limited amount of time. So if you have an environment where you you can make a workout that intense that in 30 minutes you're done and you can do it on a daily and you'll get your fitness in, you know, and that would do the job. Then you know, then you're doing, then you do, then you're actually, um, you're actually uh, giving an option to those that think that they don't have time. You do have the time to work out. You can actually go out and do it. Um, and then also handling a financial issue. And I said, you know, with CrossFit and certain facilities, you know, they cost a lot of money. You know, some of these places, you know, uh, they they can go for a hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars a month. You know, and it happens. It happens. Um, so it can get expensive uh, to have that true one-on-one training. The one-on-one training thing again. If you if you have a trainer, um, you know, basically, you know, you're you're probably spending anywhere from fifty to hundred bucks an hour. And if you if you have that trainer, you know, two to three times a week, and you're doing it for a few months, you do the math, okay? Um, so that that can get pricey as well. You know, of course, it's beneficial with the right trainer, with the right trainer, okay? And then you you have group you know training sessions. You know, they're they're growing and they're increasingly becoming more popular. Uh, lastly, in 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 the the case of one great national chain that's actually building up nicely um they just made an acquisition and they changed the the face of the company um but they're being a they what they're doing they're incorporating self-defense into their general training regimen so if you're if you're in a group training session you're not only learning or or, or getting fit you're also learning some self-defense techniques which becomes really interesting uh, the one facility that does have this, and I have to say it, are the UFC gyms. And yes, 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 I said UFC. Now, keep your shorts in place. I know that most people associate the UFC with mixed martial arts and violence. However, however, the training facilities, trust me, there's something very different. There's something very different. They're not geared towards you learning how to become a mixed martial artist or become a cage fighter. No. Although they do provide self-defense courses, they train people differently. And they allow you to, to enjoy the process, train hard, and learn something along the way. So people should not be intimidated by the name. And I personally went to one of these facilities, and I saw it firsthand. This is why, you know, I'm 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 speaking from knowledge, from my own personal knowledge. Uh, so, you know, I mean, if you if you have the opportunity to check one of them out, I would check it out. And they're pretty reasonable for what they're offering, you know, because you're getting you know pseudo one-on-one training sessions, you know, because when they have their um, the training classes. I mean, they only have a handful of people there, so you're getting uh, you're getting a great benefit from that. Uh, for anyone in the New York uh, area that are near Huntington Station, you know, you want to drop by that facility, and you'll find out exactly what I mean. Actually, yeah, I want you to if you if you're in that area, definitely drop by Huntington Station, uh, and you'll meet a friendly staff and get a feel for what they offer. They may even give you a pass for, for a couple of days, um, and if they do do that, then take it. The bottom line is is that if you wanted to train differently 
and be more innovative and you weren't into the uh the bodybuilding or the weightlifting and you wanted to have just a whole total body workout and you don't have the mindset to just do it on your own you you can do it here and again if you don't want to put your joints at risk with crossfit and things like that then this is where you want to be a facility like this but definitely if you're in new york go to huntington station and uh yeah they will they will show you what they have to offer and it's really good stuff and i i would not say it if i was not there and i did not do it myself okay on that note what we're going to do we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back with you on money never sleeps after these quick messages this is ap news minute the pentagon confirms that u.s central commands twitter and youtube sites were hacked monday the hackers claiming to be working on behalf of islamic state militants american and coalition fighters have been targeting the group with airstrikes in iraq and syria french police say as many as six members of a terrorist cell involved in the paris attacks may still be at large the suspects include a man who's been seen driving a car registered to the widow of one of the slain gunmen. This comes as the country orders 10,000 troops into the streets to protect sensitive sites. Haitians gathered Monday to mark the fifth anniversary of the devastating January 2010 earthquake. The government said more than 300,000 people were killed, but the exact toll is unknown because there was no systematic effort to count bodies amid the chaos and destruction. And U.S. and foreign car makers debuted new offerings during the Detroit Auto Show. Ford stunned the crowd with its new GT high-performance supercar, while Porsche unveiled a pair of offerings, new 911 Targa Ford GTS and Cayenne Turbo S. Suzanne Yee Gaffney, The Associated Press, with AP News Minute. This is Chef Gavin Murphy with your one-minute healthy cooking tip. A lot of people are more health-conscious nowadays, especially when it comes to food. But did you know there are a lot of hidden calories and of all things, salad dressing? They're chock full of added sugars. But don't fret, I've got you covered. Try this quick and delicious salad dressing recipe. Grab a small Tupperware container with a lid and add a quarter cup of balsamic vinegar, two tablespoons of whole grain or Dijon mustard, a teaspoon of organic honey, pinch of salt and pepper and three quarters of a cup of olive oil. Pop the lid on and give it a good old shake. This is spot on for a beautiful summer salad and will keep in the fridge for weeks. For more healthy cooking tips and info, go to GavinMurphy.com. Your platform for success. Chosen by industry leaders worldwide. Curb Street. Advanced real estate technology. Welcome back to Money Never Sleeps. Did you miss me? <laughs> All right. Um, you know, thanks for coming back and uh, sticking with us. I, I want to dive uh, into commercial real estate. Um, there has been a there hasn't been a better time in the real estate industry, with money flowing from the left to the right and properties changing hands at a massive scale. Um, not only in commercial, but also in residential real estate. You know, uh, when when um, when you have 
uh, individuals from certain areas of the world that you know money was flowing from then all of a sudden that that breaks you know what they may be in a position they have to actually sell some of that property and then you have that whole uh that whole uh movement again so again it's just an interesting fast-paced environment that we're in uh in the major markets residential sales have been continuing to rise especially in new york the rent rates have uh, steadily uh been moving up, which is actually forcing renters to either think about becoming homeowners or move back in with their parent to their parents' basement. <laughs> that's, that's that's basically it. Uh, either way, it's having uh, a profound effect on the market. Uh, on the commercial real estate front, well, there have been a number of major properties switching hands, and wh- whether they're office or multifamily units or hotels or rural land, things of that nature, it's been pretty steady. Uh, you've been, we've been seeing pretty steady growth over the past couple of years. Uh, when you have uh, private equity firms snagging up properties that, uh, that carry a, a 1.5 or 3% cap rate on them, and they're just happy to have the property, uh, then you know things are kind of like shifting and changing. It's just it's just becoming very different, becoming very different when people are, and when you have companies that are willing to just suck that up and in hopes of, you know, in the next five years and maybe having a, a 5% cap rate. You know, but if that's in their corporate charters to do, then that's in their corporate charters to do if they were able to do it. You know, some, some of these private equity firms have so much money on the table that they have to put it to work. You can't just stay there. So that I do understand if they need to do that. Um, but, you know, when it becomes a norm to have very thin profit margins for commercial properties, then, you know, and then you're going to see a lot of activity. You know, when you have higher valuations for properties, and at the end of the day, if slim profits are are being made, which can easily turn into a loss, and they think, I mean, it's it's the norm. It's the norm for it to be okay. Um, well, look, I, I really don't think things like that are going to last. I think that, you know, you're gonna you're gonna have some one-offs because you have you know private equity firms and REITs and everything. They have so much money on the books that they have to put it to work. Um, so I really don't see this this becoming the norm. I don't see that happening at all. I think you're gonna have a lot of one-offs. I, I believe that some of these deals that are the one-offs that you're, you'll be reading about uh, in the paper, uh, look, they're not gonna be the norm. At least I, I hope. I hope not. You know, for my sake. Uh, but it's doubtful. It's really doubtful that it will become the norm. Um, and and here, here goes an interesting thing too. Uh, as more startups startups are sprouting from incubators and private equity money, you know they're not investing in, um, in in real estate. They're investing in businesses. They invest in public companies and startups, things of that nature. Um, but when that money's flowing into a lot of these startups, as they begin to grow wings, all of these businesses will need to be somewhere to house their employees, their business, so on and so forth. So I guess this is why the surge of commercial office building development in major markets have been happening uh, throughout the U.S. And again, as I said earlier, it's just an interesting time in the real estate industry. There's there's some shifts going on, and uh, we're going to see a lot of change. Uh, One indication that this surge will continue or that major cities throughout the United States, what they're doing, they're, they're beginning to revamp 
or adjusted tax codes. And they're giving a lot of tax incentives for small businesses and startups and for relocations and things like that. Now, New York City, they they do give tax incentives, but they've never, they have not, have not revamped that tax code. They haven't touched it. They haven't adjusted it. They haven't otherwise altered it since the 1940s. Can you believe that? They have not done anything. But now, they're doing it. And if that doesn't tell a story within itself, then not much will. You know, they're looking for business to grow. They're investing in not only New York City, but they're investing in America. Because they want these small businesses to grow. And that's what's going to make this country stronger. Other markets that are on the rise throughout the United States are looking closely at what the likes of New York City and Chicago and other other major cities are doing. And there will be a resurgence of certain markets. And at this point, I really can't get uh, into it a lot on the show you know, for my own reasons. But for private equity firms and REITs that are looking to, pos- to position themselves before the rest of the herd comes stampeding in, Well, what you can do, you can reach out to me via the show's number and email, which you can find on ucwmagazine.com. We're working in some areas um, that are gearing up to be hotbeds for major growth in the tech, manufacturing, medical, and pharma industries, uh, to name a few. And at London Central Properties, we have some of the most astute team members uh, in those markets that will work hand-in-hand with clients to help them to not only acquire one property, but if they need to acquire or were interested in acquire, to acquire either a national or international portfolio, if that's what they're looking to do, that's stuff we can do. If they're looking to liquidate uh, you know, a single property or portfolio, that's something that we can help them with. Because uh, we do have... Um, you know, uh, some of the strongest, uh, you know, team members out there uh, that are willing and, and available to help uh, any REIT, any private equity firm, any major uh, real estate holder uh, anywhere in the world to help them to either make acquisitions or or dispositions of their properties. Now, um, I just want to kind of, you know, scoot on over to some interesting news and this, I this I want to mention this because to me it's interesting because I I'm I'm I'm, I'm one person that's always uh, about the youth, you know. And this was interesting. It came from the National Retail Federation, and what they did, they awarded five students scholarships ranging from ten thousand dollars upwards of twenty five thousand dollars. So glasses up to them for investing in the future. And giving students a, a hand up so that they can come closer to achieving their goals. And this is the stuff that really excites me, seeing our youth having the opportunity to grow and, you know, and build a future, make this country stronger. And that, that's what it's all about. Um, all right. So anyway, be, before we go to break, because we're going to be bringing on Tiffany Brown uh, right after this next break, uh, I want to touch on the entertainment industry for a minute. I want to personally congratulate not only all the winners at this year's Golden Globe Awards, but also all of those that were nominated. 
Yeah, it's just, it's awesome to win and great. You get the prestige, everything else. But just to be nominated is is, is, a, is a testament to their talent. So, you know, glasses up to you guys. Congratulations. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it was good because certain people did uh, get recognized for um, – what they've done and and the the great things that uh, the great work that they've done in entertainment. Now I want to talk about you know kind of like tech, I want to talk about technology kind of. <laughs> uh, you have consumers that they're becoming more mobile, and this has been happening for a long time, a long time. Uh, you have platforms like Netflix, for instance. Um, they're, they're gonna, they will continue to gain ground. And the reason for this is because people become more mobile. They have their pads, they have their phones, their phones are like a walking computer. Um, so you, know, you have some people that use their phones, they don't even use a computer because everything's on their phone. So go figure. Um, but even, even if the cable companies, cable operators, satellite operators, even if they don't want them to, it's a natural progression. And I remember, some years back, there was a company. Uh, this company, you know, had the opportunity to go digital, had the opportunity to actually do a lot of the things that we're seeing now, you know. But they laughed at Netflix and they they refused to go digital. They loved the brick and mortar situation, you know. People, you know, investors begged them to do it. They just, they chose not to. Uh, well, you know what? Today, I really don't see any, I don't see many blockbuster videos around, do you? <laughs> you know, uh, progress, my friends, progress. Some people can make an argument, both good and bad. You will have some innovators, some visionaries that will stand up and cheer for the progress, while others, they're going to bark um, because they like how it used to be. They like, they like st staying with what's comfortable. Uh, in the end, you can't fight progress. We can only make it the best that it can be. So uh, that's where we're at right now. That's why companies like Netflix and Amazon, uh, with their digital entertainment um, arm, uh, they'll continue to flourish. And I'm sure, you know, even even go even though Google has YouTube, uh, I think that those properties as well are going to flourish. Uh, as far as the cable operators, you know, if they got into, you know, uh, I mean, I, I have to talk about HBO because HBO is actually embracing it. They have that HBO to go, and they're going to flourish. They have been. I think that that is the the shining star. That's that's the shining star of Time Warner. But they're also going to flourish. So maybe other other networks will begin to you know come together to to provide something like that. Who knows? Okay, so, uh, but anyway, so just uh, staying on the entertainment front, um, and I want to talk about Marvel. Now, Marvel, you know, they're owned by Disney, and look, their TV projects, since we're on the topic of television, their TV projects have been such a big hit. Um, and, I mean, it's like amazing that they just, you know, they, the timing is just fantastic and the way they're pushing it. But what they did, that put people in mode, consumers in mode. They want more. So DC Comics, well, they're looking to leverage a lot of their major characters and and do it in, in, in future shows, uh, new shows that should be coming out. 
Uh, they've done it with Smallville, as a lot of you uh, probably are familiar with. Uh, Arrow, as of late. Uh, the Flash, they, they, this is something that just came out this past season. And, uh, and that's the latest one. But trust me, they will unleash the big guns with the likes of Supergirl, I'm going to say Green Lantern, and probably Superman itself. So, uh, you know, stay tuned as more comic book characters are brought to life. And this is the, 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 the phase we're in, this is the age we're in. It's not going to stop because everyone wants to see something that's on paper come to life. That's why we read books and when we see the movie, we're like, wow. That's why we have we have uh, we have vision, you know. We can uh, we just get lost in, in that in that fantasy world. So now Hollywood is bringing that fantasy to life. And hey, you know, if I were a betting man, I would say that Marvel would probably come out with a new Spider-Man TV series. Now that that's not only going to draw kids, but it's also going to draw adults. You know, but this is going to be interesting. There is no doubt that it's going to be interesting. So I, I would definitely, um, yeah, definitely stay tuned for that. All right. So anyway, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be back on Money Never Sleeps with Tiffany Brown. We're going to be talking about the millionaire uh, matchmaking game. Uh, so stick with us. Uh, we'll be right back with you on Money Never Sleeps after these quick messages. And the Golden Globe goes to Boyhood. Boyhood is the big winner at the Golden Globe Awards. The film, which took 12 years to make, won Best Drama Film and Best Director for Richard Linklater. This was a very personal film for me. Couldn't be more personal, but it became very personal to the to everyone who worked on it. Star Patricia Arquette won Best Supporting Film Drama Actress. Meryl, thank you for giving me a hug. I hope your DNA transferred. Grand Budapest Hotel won Best Film Comedy with director Wes Anderson accepted. I'm going to focus on the membership of the Hollywood Foreign Press. Uh, Yoram and Dagmar and uh, Yukiko and Munawar. Best Screenplay went to Alejandro Gonzalez Inaritu for Birdman. How do we end up here? Everything was about the ego, guys. Star Michael Keaton choked up when he accepted Best Film Comedy Actor. My best friend is kind, intelligent, funny, talented, considerate, thoughtful. He also happens to be my son. Best Film Drama Actor went to Eddie Redmayne for playing Stephen Hawking in The Theory of Everything. Getting to spend time with Stephen Hawking, who despite all of the obstacles put in his way has lived passionately and fully and with great humor was one of the great, great honors of my life. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. <laughs> Best film drama actress Thank went to so Julianne Moore for Still Alice. Um, when Lisa Genova wrote this book, she told me that um, no one wanted to make it to a movie because no one wanted to see a movie about a middle-aged woman. Amy Adams won Best Film Comedy Actress for Big Eyes. To say that I am ill-prepared for this moment is a huge understatement, like huge. Uh, I didn't even reapply lip gloss. And the Golden Globe goes to Transparent. In TV, Amazon streaming Transparent won Best Comedy, and its star Jeffrey Tambor won Best TV Comedy Actor. I would like to dedicate my performance and this award to the transgender community. The Affair. Showtime's The Affair won Best TV Drama, and its star Ruth Wilson won wow, Best TV you. Drama Actress. Oh, wow. I'm very amazed. Gina Rodriguez took Best TV Comedy Actress for Jane the Virgin. Wow. Whew. 
Thank you, God, for making me an artist. Best TV drama actor went to Kevin Spacey for House of Cards. I just want it to be better. I just want to be better. George Clooney spoke to his new wife as he accepted the Cecil B. DeMille Award. I'm all, whatever alchemy it is that brought us together, I, I couldn't be more proud to be your husband. Jared Leto spoke to the recent terrorist attacks in France. On vous aime, je suis Charlie. And hosts Tina Fey and Amy Poehler wasted little time poking fun at everything from North Korea to Bill Cosby. And Sleeping Beauty just thought she was getting coffee with Bill Cosby. Hi, everyone. John and Pete Najarian here at the NASDAQ with some news you do not want to miss. As option floor traders, CNBC contributors, and co-founders of OptionMonster.com, people always want to know our secrets for trading the options. So we wrote an entire book on it. And today, to celebrate the book launch, we're giving away a limited number of these books for free. All you have to do is cover shipping and handling. Learn how you can use options like we do to make more income with less capital. To reduce your investment risks. And to make money regardless of which way the market's moving. It's all right here in this book, and today we're giving it away to you for free. Equity options today are hailed as one of the most successful financial products to be introduced in modern times. You have to learn to profit from them. This one book could dramatically increase your investment returns. And today it's free. So pick up that phone and call now. Call 1-800-961-1923 for your free book. That's 1-800-961-1923. Call now. Welcome back to Money Never Sleeps, and this is a segment that you've all been waiting for. I know a lot of a lot of you, a lot of you guys out there actually uh, were asking about it, um, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna get right into it. Now, here goes a key thing for you millionaires out there that are dating. All right, don't let your romance rule your finance. Now we're gonna get some millionaire dating tips with none other than Affinity Connections. Tiffany Brown. So without further ado, let's bring Tiffany on the show. Tiffany, welcome back to Money Never Sleeps. How are you? I am very well, thank you. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. We missed you. I missed you so very much. Good. Now we're back in action. With you. We're back in flow. We are. <laughs> okay, so now let, let's get into it because the last show... Uh, we got into we got into, into a lot of different things, and you actually organize things a lot better for our listeners, so that they can follow and learn and absorb what you're bringing to the table. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so uh, let's. Uh, I mean, what what are we going to be speaking about today? Well, I'd like to touch a little bit on the online millionaire dating. Okay, so let's... Yeah, let's this is so huge right now. I mean, big, big increase in... Uh, it's skyrocketing. Uh, so I'd like, to, I'd like to talk about who are these millionaires. Okay, so we're, we're going to talk about the the uh, online millionaire dating game. Um, uh-huh. And this is, again, this is something that you know a lot about. So uh, I guess, you know, where, where, where do you want to start with this, Tiff? Well... Um, I, I'd like to probably start off for, you know, I'd like to say that, you know, money is attractive, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, you know, there's reasons why, you know, so many gurus are out there, how to land a millionaire, how to land a millionaire, because, you know, it's attractive. I mean, 
who wouldn't want a millionaire and who wouldn't want this perfect life, right? So, well, let me ask you something, Tiffany. Just before you get into uh, the online uh, dating part of it, now, yeah, I mean, there, there are a lot of because you have the you know with 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 matchmakers going on television and stuff like that, and you have people that. Just figure, hey, you know what? I'm gonna start matching people up, and you have all these these gurus, so-called gurus, popping up, saying that they have the solution to uh, to matching uh, millionaires, or actually getting or either men or women to find millionaires and do that type of deal. You know, which to me seems a little on the shady side, but um, yeah. but it is it is what it is. Now, with with all that stuff coming up. You have a whole lot of information out there, and for someone that is not out there actively, you know, pursuing or tr trying to pursue a relationship, this can be very confusing for them. Yes, it can. You know, um, they may think that, that that that's a place where they they want to be, but they also have to realize that they are a target. And um, you know, a part of the reason is is because you know. Um, 80% of millionaires, like statistics-wise, um, they prefer non-millionaire women, whereas 85% of millionaire women prefer to date millionaire men. So they're actually completely opposite, mm -hmm. um, men from women. So, uh, you know, what, so they're, they're what, the what, target, what, you know, what, what do you because think of those is? statistics. Um, I think it's a lot to do with the statistics. I mean, they're there. You know, um, but the problem is, is the superficial ways of what, what's really happening online. Mm -hmm. You know, um, a lot of, a lot of pain, a lot of hurt, uh, a lot of people chasing something that doesn't really exist. Mm -hmm. This is what I believe. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> and, and do you think that with, you said women, you know, millionaire women, 85% mm -hmm. of them are looking to be with a millionaire man, right? They are. But. The men, millionaire men that are millionaires, 85% prefer to be with non-millionaire women. Yeah, now, 80% in statistics, yeah. They, they would prefer a non-millionaire woman. So, so I mean, it seems that, like, the guys, that, you know, you're rich, you're, 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 you're beautiful, or you're not so beautiful. I mean, maybe because you have money, you think you're beautiful. I don't know. Uh, but then they'll go. And they're looking for someone that doesn't have money. I mean, is that more of a control issue? Do you think? Mm, it, it uh, for the men or yeah, the women? For the for, for the men. Um, you know, I think that possibly, you know, men men just it doesn't matter so much to them. I think that maybe it could have something to do with um, maybe they're maybe intimidated by someone who's just as strong. They want to feel maybe a little bit. You know, like I don't know, the man. <laughs> they, they want, I don't know if I, that's the right way to say it, but well, you know, um, maybe it takes a little bit of their manhood away. You know, feeling like they're you know not the breadwinner. I don't uh, know. You know. Okay. What do you think? It it could it could be it could be it could yeah. be. Yeah, you know, I th I think if see if you're on equal ground with someone. Uh, mm -hmm. You have no leverage. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so, right. So, when they're so, up here and they're they're like the one that's gonna be, you know, taking care of them. They're you know, I don't know. Maybe the the ladies aren't as busy. Um, you know, there mm -hmm. could be a lot of reasons for yeah. why. Uh, you know, they're just not as picky as as the millionaire women. This is for sure. Yeah, that's interesting. That's it. I think that's gonna be a topic within itself 
in the future <laughs> because that's really interesting. But again, so, so you have women, you, women that have money, they're looking for men that have money because there's more of a balance for them because they're they're yeah. they're on equal ground, which I understand. That makes sense. Now the mm-hmm. guys are looking for whatever they're looking for. So now now what are the pitfalls for the uh, the millionaires? So the women seem like they have more. Uh, control of what they're looking for, where the guys are just like do 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 do. They're going out there <laughs> trying to find anything. <laughs> yeah. You know, they just they they want it. they're going for attraction. They just want someone to be you know kind and nice to them. Money doesn't matter for 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 these men, you know. Whereas the women, it's uh, a lot of them are it's all about the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, and uh, the biggest problem here that we're having here now. Um, with the millionaire dating sites, I mean, they're so overpopulated. So I believe what's happening now is these ladies who've got all these beautiful women who are on the sites and they're going crazy, but um, who are the millionaire men that they're actually speaking to? Are they real? Mm. You know, um, I think that they're just filled with a lot of fraud. So okay. the ladies are, you know, basically... Um, you know, they're trying to gold dig, but they're getting burned along the way mm-hmm. because they're getting, um, you know, people who aren't millionaires. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's probably a lot of married men on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're just, they're just chasing the players. They're chasing the millionaires. Um, these guys probably would not be able to get a girl like this. Mm-hmm. So they're going to lie. You know, they're going to pretend there's something they're not. And, you know, it's it, it's just going to keep going like that. And if you do get the millionaires on the sites, um, you know, they're going to be targeted for women that would, you know, um, pretty much date even awkward, awkward millionaire men, you know, that can't really kind of get dates otherwise because they're only going to date them for their money. Mm. You know, so I mean, there's so many concerns. Yeah, it hmm? is, it's tricky because it's not. You I mean when you're on those type of uh, sites, it's not just the the wealthy men that are at risk. You have the women that think that they are in line with someone that has money and they're looking to build something, but they're at mm-hmm. risk because these guys that you have, as you said, there's fraud. Where people can go on there and say they're one thing and then they're not, they're something else, and they wind mm-hmm. up taking advantage of these women. Yeah. And, you know, um, I think they're both equally guilty. You know, I mean, the women are, are going to be so bold and say, I don't want to date anyone unless they have money. And, you know, it doesn't really matter what they look like and it doesn't matter anything. All that matters is about the money and mm-hmm. they want money and they want a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, they're going, these sites are out there so they can gold dig, but yet these guys are playing them, you know, because they're not real. Wow. And I believe they're not real because I believe in statistics, you know. So um, even more concerning is what people don't realize out there right now, that there's health concerns. You know, uh, there's 66% rise in STDs. Oh, wow. Um, and they believe, the experts do believe that they're coming from these sites. Now, another thing about this statistic is, um, you know, it's coming from middle age. So these STDs are not coming from the younger anymore. They're coming from middle aged. So um, I do believe that, you know, they're just turning, these sites are turning into hookups, you know, and they are actually causing 
health concerns. So, I mean, it is definitely something that you would need to think about. You know, um, uh, there's also been statistics showing that there's less prostitution on the streets, you know, because it's so easy um, to go online and to be able to get a hookup or to be able to find, you know, um, you know, there's millionaire dating sites, but there's also dating sites where you can literally go on there and uh, name your price. Really? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. You know, so um, I don't think, you know, I mean, if you look at the millionaire mm -hmm. um, facts about a millionaire, um, they don't line up. Mm. Okay. So um, 86% of tax paying millionaires are married. Okay. There's 12% of them are single. So that gives you a little bit of idea of millionaires that are out there, you know, 78% of those millionaires are very well educated. 80% um, of them earn cash on their own, and they earn it from hard work. Mm -hmm. So um, those numbers just kind of like tell you something, don't you think? Yeah, they, they do. But you got to be careful. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got to be careful. You know. Well, you... I mean, you know, you got to think about the millionaires. I mean, also, I mean, these these guys aren't you know a bunch of dummies. You know, they. Uh, um, they live lifestyles, they work hard. You know, most of them will work maybe 45, 50 hours a week. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they worry about retirement. They worry about kids' college. Um, you know, they like to watch their money. Um, most millionaires don't even live in the mansions and, you know, in the big prestigious neighborhoods. Um, you know, uh, they are basically like you and I. And, uh, you know, they, they work hard. So, the idea of a millionaire to go on and, um, you know, just give it all up um, just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? They're yeah. they're 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 hardworking people. Yeah, but, you know. So, I, I mean, it's a game. I think it's a game. Well, and that's why we're talking about this because it, it is important. Because this is mm -hmm. a, th these are the times we live in. You know, we we embrace technology on a daily with everything that we do. Um, mm -hmm. and again, this is, this is no different. If you're, if you're out there and you're, you're using online dating and you're, you're wealthy, you know, um, again, you know, as you said, you know, it's on both ends of the coin. Both, both, both uh, ends can be equally guilty. Um, uh, but you have to go uh -huh. with the numbers, you know, and then what, see, yeah. what you do becomes important because it helps, it helps to alleviate the nonsense. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, would you want someone to date you for your money or are you going to want someone to date you for you? Yeah, so that's, that's a million, that's a million dollar question. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so if I, you know, if you're a millionaire, you don't want to go on there and say, Hey, I'm a millionaire. Take me, you know, it's like advertising your, uh, advertising your money so you can get a date. And it just doesn't make sense because, you know, uh, most millionaires are very responsible. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and you know, I'm sure they're like anything. I mean, I'm sure there's success rates on, on these things. But I mean, if you're going in there and you're thinking, okay, well, this is where I should be because I'm a millionaire and I should be on this site. Well, you need to be prepared, very prepared of what's going to come your way. Right. I mean, you may get a pretty girl, but you know what? She's, uh, 
she's probably also dating, um, you know, another guy who's probably very socially awkward, but she's going to date him because he has money. So, um, you know, it's it's just one of those things. I mean, you really have to be careful. Yeah, I mean, what so, I mean, what advice would you give someone that is not using a matchmaker, but they're you know they're wealthy? And, mm-hmm. you know, we're not even talking about the, the wealthy women because I think the wealthy women have this handled, kind of. Okay. <laughs> but, 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 you know, I think they're more, they're more in control of what they're doing than anything. Um, but, uh, but we'll, we'll tackle this, uh, on a future episode for sure. But now, <laughs> what advice would you give someone? And I guess I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the other side of the coin. What advice would you give someone that is look, that's on this site looking for, uh, uh, a wealthy encounter and how how can they protect themselves um you know first of all if you have money i would not go on something that says i'm a millionaire mm-hmm. um you know if you really want someone to like you for you don't put your money don't don't flash it no but i'm, I'm but i'm but i'm talking about tiffany i'm not talking about the millionaires i'm talking about mm-hmm. The people that are looking for the millionaires. See, I'm I'm just flipping the the, oh. the script a little bit because I I think that uh, as you said, there's a lot of fraud. So you have a lot mm. of people that say that they're wealthy, but they're really not. So how do these women uh, oh, protect themselves? You know, the women really need to protect themselves, and it's hard. I mean, they're going to get lied to. The better looking they are, they are going to get played and played and played over because um, they're putting themselves out there and and you know they're good looking they're this and that so they think oh wow you know I've got I've got an upper hand here you know I'm so beautiful um, that I can get anybody on this site but the problem is they are you know they're going after that and they're trying to go after the millionaire but they are gonna get hurt mm-hmm. they're gonna get used and they're gonna get um, played over and over more than an average girl and then, for sure and then once they go down that road the next guy that they're, they're gonna, gonna meet yeah. with if they find out about that they're not going to be so much into them <laughs> no yeah right you know no one wants to oh. it, it it'll become a vicious vicious cycle i would think you know because yeah. um, I, I would even think that even on a regular online dating front you're, you're facing these issues too. Not not on the mm-hmm. money end, but as far as you know, uh, linking up with genuine people. No, yeah, you know, there are some sites out there that are really, you know, well known for, for. Um, I think you're just gonna kind of, if you're gonna go online, go to the wholesome sites where mm-hmm. you know people are looking for real relationships, serious relationships, right. and um, you know that have a good reputation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you think know. That, that that's important. That's important. So, so mm-hmm. these so these women that are going on these millionaire websites to go find people, you know, um, does really? I mean, I mean, are, are there any precautions they can take to protect themselves at all? Um, well, first of all, I would probably just say the the biggest one is don't do it. Ah, there you go. <laughs> don't do it. Just you know, um, it, you're putting yourself. Um, in a position where you're possibly going to, um, you know, maybe hate men. <laughs> oh, that's not good. You know, they're 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 not understanding that they may be hurting themselves, and you know, it's going to cause a lot of problems in the end. I mean, 
uh, with thinking that, you know, there's no good people out there. Mm. You know, they're going to be like everyone, every man is, every man is no good, you know? And, 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 and now it becomes, that becomes a cycle because now when you, when you have one bad experience, you, your next experience, you're already judging it before you even have it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, so then, oh, then that, that, that's something that even, that you become very jaded as you move forward. Oh yeah. So the more bad yeah. experiences, the less you're going to be open to something new. Aha. Uh-huh. Exactly. So you're actually, um, I think, with this type of dating, you're actually holding yourself back. Wow. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That, well, that's why yeah. you know that's why you're in business, Tiffany. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> well. you, you but you can help people sift through all, all the uh, the things. You know. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, and and even. Even with, uh, again, just with, with regular online dating, you know, for all our listeners out there, you know, listen to what Tiffany has to say because this is what she does for a living. She does it well. And she, you know, the advice she's giving on this show on Money Never Sleeps is to actually help you. And, you know, of course yeah. it's geared towards millionaires, but this is something that can help just the average Joe or Jane in, in their pursuit of happiness, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So that, that's yeah. really interesting. Now we we we're kind of backed up on questions because you've been getting a lot of questions on social media, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, so we picked two questions out of the hat all right, for <laughs> okay. you this week. Okay, now this is our Q and A, and um, and actually, I think I think we need to have some Q and A music. So let's bring it on. <laughs> all right. So now this this is going to be our Q and A here. Okay, uh, this is coming uh, from Colin. He uh, he gave you this question on Facebook. Now the question is: is uh, where is a good place to meet people for normal, healthy relation? Normal, normal relationships, <laughs> Colin. Really? No, normal, healthy relationships. <laughs> and what's the best make? What's the best way to make conversations, Tiffany? Okay, well, <clears throat> let's see. Normal relationships. Well. I think that basically um, there's singles everywhere. You know, every day we leave our homes, we go out, we go to the grocery store, we go to the gym. Everywhere we go, there's people. But guess what? We are not talking to them, okay? So you're going to meet normal, healthy people every day in, in, in wherever you go. So... I know I've had uh, I've had this conversation before, <laughs> and you know there's a different way to approach women. Um, you can you, without having to be creepy. Um, and I have some girlfriends that have actually uh, you know talked about approach and stuff. And I would think that you really got to learn how to um, talk to people without without being creepy. Um, being able to talk to someone in the grocery store without being creepy, but what women do like is compliments. So basically, you don't want to go to someone and say, hey, how's that lettuce <laughs> doing? How's that cucumber? You don't want to do any, anything like that. No. That, that, well, that, that could be creepy, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a difference between going up to someone saying, hey, look at you. You know what I mean? <laughs> look at that and, lettuce. Look at, look at, look at those lettuce. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, let's, let's, <laughs> but, uh, but, but, yeah, but um, Go ahead. I've actually had this happen to me. And, you know, um, like, say, uh, being at Tim Hortons and, and um, someone in the lineup uh, turn around and 
buy me a coffee and say, and they just look at, looked at me and said, uh, you look very beautiful today. You know what? That put the biggest smile on my face. Um, when you do something like that, um, or if you just randomly go up to someone and, and you, you know, you just, you know, you, you kind of got to feel whether that person is either looking at you or, you know, if you feel that and you feel a connection, I mean, go with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could go up to that person and say, you know, I just wanted to tell you, you look very pretty today. And you know what you're going to find is you're going to actually either watch that girl smile or or she's going to, you know, be like, oh, whatever, you know. So you can kind of feel those things. I mean, it's women love compliments. They just do. Mm-hmm. Tell a woman that she looks good. She's going to smile. She's going to feel good about herself. Um, you know, and then I can kind of open something up to be like, oh, well, I was wondering if you're single, you know. I mean, in a way where it's not going to be creepy, you know. You really got um, that, to. I think that's it. the tough one right there. And you there. should be able to do it anywhere. Yeah. I think Anywhere that's a, you go in life. I think that's a tough one right there, Tiff, is, is asking that question. You, you, yeah. You're saying, hey, are you available? <laughs> yeah, that is a tough part. But you could, like, if, if the lady is also happy and she's smiling and she's like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, and she's, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, engaging in you, it's a good opportunity to ask her, wow, I really would like to ask you if you're single or if you'd like to go on a date. I mean, it could be that simple, but, you know, it's really just, um, you know, being, being in the now and being in, in the conversation with the person or, 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 you know, kind of going, you know, if she's like, oh, thanks. And just kind of like looks at you weird. I mean, you wouldn't say, oh, would you like a date? You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to leave that little part open and, you know, but take the opportunity. That's how you're going to meet people in everyday world. I mean, they will walk by you and guess what? You're not, you don't have anything to lose. You have nothing to lose because they're gone after. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, you may never see that person again ever. That's true. That's true. See, so, I mean, what do you have to lose? That's it. Colin, you but have nothing doing to lose. It in a polite way. <laughs> yeah, Colin, you have nothing to lose, buddy. So, anywhere you go, you go for coffee, you go for a sandwich, you go to the restaurant, you go to work, you go on a train, you go in a car, you mm-hmm. go in a supermarket, you go tan, whatever you're doing, you go to the gym. You know what? The, the, you, you, can, you can spark a conversation with anyone. Um, yes. You know, a smile goes a long way. I say that all the time. You smile from mm-hmm. the inside out, and it goes a long way, and a little compliment. May 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 help you out even further. So um, so it's just anyways. There's there's no specific place. Yeah, I mean, just learning to talk to people in a respectful manner. Mm-hmm. But compliments work every time, mm-hmm. and you know either they're gonna take it or they're not. And you know you can you can tell by that reaction and and whether you should uh, go in for the date <laughs> see and, and you know what, what's interesting and i'll just let's just we'll touch on on colin uh for we'll stay with him for for a second um that when you when you have you know like you you go you said you went to tim horns and you know the guy said you're beautiful this and that you know when when you when a woman is actually beautiful like like you are tiffany now more men are more intimidated to come and speak to you aren't they um, maybe, um, you just don't notice it. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, I would just say, don't be intimidated. I mean, if you are attracted to someone, you know, there's so many ways to be polite, mm-hmm. you know, politeness goes 
such, you know, politeness is everything. It's your approach. So if you're going to approach someone and, hey, look at you, look at your butt or something like this, ooh, you're looking good today. I mean, girls don't really like that. No, but that, 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 that's intimidating. That, that's like, you know, um, that's, you know? That's, that, that's not classy at all. No, you know, no, you're not, not, not going to find like you. They're awkward and they feel, they feel weird, you know. Yeah, you're so, not going to find but anyone decent. I mean, decent. a compliment. Yeah. You, I just have to tell you, you just look so, you look very pretty today. Dude, that would make me smile. Look at that. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, <laughs> you know, so I, it, just knowing how to approach people and not being afraid to approach, mm. you know, um, you're going to feel something or you're not. So either taking that opportunity to meet someone, um, you know what, you're never going to, if you're, if you're just meeting them out and you probably never will see them again. Mm. So either you want to let them walk by you and you're looking at them saying, oh, I wish I would have said hi to her. Um, well, you know what? You can, but you have to do it in an appropriate way. Right. Well, and you can tell. You can always tell, you know, I'm where the conversation's going to go. Right. All right. Well, Colin, so. listen, you got your work cut out for you, buddy. You know, and <laughs> we we want to we want to hear we want to hear your results, though. That's what I want. That's what I want to hear. You yeah, know, so I go do, out do. there. You know, spark a conversation. Tiffany gave you the direction, and uh, mm-hmm. and make sure you reach back to her when you when you have that success because we want to hear about it. Now we have another mm-hmm. question, Tiffany. Because uh, okay. we want to get uh, this other question out of the way before we end the segment. Uh, this is from Ian. Uh, he gave you this question from Twitter. Now, this okay. is his question, and I, I love this. Mm-hmm. Okay. He said, I'm having a hard time finding a serious relationship, but not a hard time meeting women. So he can go out there and meet women. He has, a pro- he has a problem finding a serious relationship. He's dating three times a week at least. He tries to date as many women as he can. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Ian, you're mm-hmm. pimping. Okay, I get you. And he said, uh, he's, but his main question, which is, this is a good one, he said, why are none of these women wanting to settle down? Oh, okay. Well, he's dating uh, lots of women. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, um, I'm just going to put it to you this way. Um, say we went out on a date here, Lou, mm-hmm. and um, I'm sitting across the table from you, mm-hmm. and you know I'm dating other men. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that automatically uh, you're ruining your chances. Right. So I think that if you're going to date all these women, and um, I think that the women aren't going to take you serious. Right. I think that, you know, I have this little theory um Date the heck out of one person. I mean, you don't have to, you know, just date them until you believe where it's going to go. Where, where is this relationship going to go? Or is this going to go anywhere? Just take one at a time. One at a time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, it's great, sure, to have a whole bunch of dates. But just when you focus on one person at a time, you're giving all your attention to that person. And that person's going to feel comfortable with you. So, you know, if you're just, oh, I dated this one last week and I didn't, you know, I think the other person across the table is automatically going to be, you know, not thinking of you um, as someone they want to settle down with. Right. I would think, you know what I mean? No, um, no. I, that's how I feel. I feel, you know, just take one at a time, mm-hmm. see where it goes, and then move on to the next one. Yeah, and if, if it you does, know? I guess if it doesn't work out, then you you do move on. 
Yeah, but what you're doing is you're putting your focus on just one. So when you focus on one at a time and you're like, oh, this is not really going, okay, then go on the next one. Mm -hmm. Just give it a chance. See where it's going to go. So um, if they're out there and they're they're uh, dating so many and, and then they meet this nice girl and, and, you know, she seems sweet, but you know what? He may give off um, the wrong first impression. And, uh, you know, I think women really just want to feel comfortable. They want to feel like, you know, um, that, you know, they want to look into, is this going to be a future? So no one kind of wants to go be in a future with someone they know that's out there dating with a whole bunch of people. Yeah, but hi, so that's, that's the thing, too. When you, you know, if, when you're younger and you're, you're dating a whole bunch of women and that's what you're doing, yeah, I mean, and you're not looking for anything serious, that's one thing. But mm-hmm. what Ian, Ian, my man, what you're looking mm-hmm. for, you're looking for a serious relationship. So how mm-hmm. can you do that if you're focused on the three, if you're dating three, three women three yeah, women a week? Yeah, eating more and more and more. I mean, you, how can you focus on, you know, 10, 15, 20 women? How can you focus on a relationship with anyone? No. You can't. There's no focus. So, I mean, if he really, really um, wants to settle down, he just needs to focus, focus one at a time. I mean, he obviously it doesn't have problems um, dating. Mm-hmm. So how about just take, you know, one at a time and, you know, uh, focus on that, you know, and don't, don't, uh, no one wants to be uh, dating someone that they know that's with, a, you know, oh, he's with a different girl last night. I mean, I don't yeah. feel that special, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I think I think that's important so. too, Tiffany, because even, you know, for a guy, you know, dating a lot of women, you know, if you have a, of a woman that is dating a lot of guys, or even if they're they're with someone and or they're dating one, one person and then they start dating someone else at the same time, that mm-hmm. becomes potentially problematic as well, no? Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're ruining their chances. So, I mean, if if, if the goal here nobody wants is to, be an to settle down, no, <laughs> nobody does. Nobody, no. you know, they don't realize that, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, women want to feel special, just and men do as well, right. you know. Um, so, I mean, putting your attention on one person at a time is always the best, you but, know, because you can tell, you know, where it's going to go, and if it's going nowhere, then you know, it's time to move on. Yeah, but you know, isn't it much easier if you if you let's say you meet someone and then you mm-hmm. go on, you know, you 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 can speak to them, you know, you speak to them on the phone, whatever you're doing, you kind of build a rapport, and then when you mm-hmm. go on that first date, you know, you kind of, you're getting an idea at that point, and then mm-hmm. you know, I I would I would think by by the second date you you're having a very good idea whether this is for you or not. By date number three, you should be in a position that hey. I want to pursue this or not. So, mm-hmm. if that's if that being said, you know, if you're if you're if you're dating, you know, three four times a week, then you I mean, you can just date one woman and see where it goes. Boom, that doesn't work on you. Move move on to the next one. So you yeah. increase your chances for something serious. Exactly, Lou. Yeah, and then you save your money there, Ian. What are you doing, buddy? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, so that that's yeah, he it. Must like, he must like eating out. Yeah, I guess so. But Ian, you know that you got you got your answer there. You know, it's not the women that don't want to want to settle down. It's you 
having mm-hmm. too much. You have an abundance. Yeah. You have an abundance yeah. of a cornucopia of women in your corner, buddy. You know, <laughs> but if you I mean, if you want to be the Fonz, there you go. Uh, if you yeah. want to find someone serious, then you have to put serious effort into it. Exactly. See, I'm learning from you, Tiff. I'm learning from yeah. you. <laughs> I'm learning from you. Okay. That's great. Okay, great. You know yeah. what? I think we, mm-hmm. you know, we tackled a lot of things this week. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what I want to do before we end the segment, why don't you let the listeners know what they're going to be looking forward to next week. And then, uh, yeah, let's do that. Okay. Well, I think next week we will be talking about players. Hmm. Dun dun dun. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, you get a lot of plays, uh, both men and women, right? Played. Yeah. You know they are. So um, we could we could talk about some some of those issues and what's happening out there, and you know just spotting them. I mean that kind of comes down to the you know dating three women uh, a week. I mean hmm. the women are probably going to think he's a player. Yeah. Well, I mean if you're dating three women a week. And guess what? You are. You are playing. <laughs> what are you, doing? <laughs> you know, yeah. but uh all right, no good. We're gonna be we're gonna be talking about players next week, so make sure you tune in. And you know, Tiff, why don't you uh you know, let uh just give our give your, your information out, uh your social media, everything else as we as we do every week so that people can ask questions. You know, for all the listeners that want, you know, uh dating advice, millionaire dating advice, and even advice in general. Uh, you can reach out to Tiffany, and we will tackle a couple of questions a week and try to give you give you some 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 advice, some direction. Not me, Tiffany will, but I'll be the person asking the asking your question. I become your proxy. So why don't you give that information, Tiff? Okay, my website is www.affinityconnections.com, and you can also find me on Facebook, Google Plus. And Twitter at Match Affinity, Matt, Tiffany Brown. Match Affinity. Check it out on all social media, and just you know, ask ask your question. Ask your questions, and we will tackle them. We're not, you know, you. I mean, we we can have a thousand questions. We'll try to get to as many as possible. We're gonna bring out the best that we can actually tackle, and uh, hopefully that helps many more people. Yeah. Uh, but Tiffany. Absolutely. Yeah, great show. We had a lot of fun yeah. today. Uh, always a pleasure. Yeah, always a pleasure. And, you know, we'll be mm-hmm. back with you next week. Um, but what I want, you know, our listeners to do is just hang on with us. We're going to be right back with you after this quick break. Hi, my name is Peter May of London Central Properties, and we're based in Cavendish Square, which is close to Regent's Park. The majority of my work experience has been in sales, in particular the hotel and hospitality industry, both in the UK and overseas. London Central Properties is an established company with a global presence and a high reputation for service and discretion. We specialize in the sale of high-value, off-market apartments, houses, hotels and investments. We have recently opened a new division specializing in the provision of service departments which cover the full spectrum from budget to exclusive. These apartments are suitable for both leisure and corporate clients and are located in the key areas of London including Mayfair, Knightsbridge, Kensington and Bayswater. For further information please refer to our website which is www 
LondonCentralProperties.com. We have now established an exclusive partnership with the host of Money Never Sleeps, Mr. Louis Velasquez. Welcome back to Money Never Sleeps, and uh, yeah, we're, we we had a great show today, uh, touched on some interesting topics, you know, of course, you know, we had the, the great Tiffany Brown, you know, talking about the uh, millionaire uh, dating, um, and we're going to have a lot more going on with her in the coming weeks. Uh, just a lot, a lot of interesting things we're going to touch on, which uh, from the from from the feedback we're getting, uh, yeah, it's, it's we're getting a lot of positive feedback from this segment, so we're going to keep this ongoing. Uh, but on that note, you know, I want to thank you for tuning in, and uh, please uh, join us next week as we touch on we're going to touch on different topics. I I do want to get someone uh, on the show from the fitness industry to speak about. Um, uh, you know, some critical things that are going on there. And I also want to try to get on at least one startup company uh, so we can talk about their, their journey to date. Okay, but on that note, again, thank you for tuning in and make sure to tune in next week, same time. And you can always listen to archived uh, uh, episodes of the show, uh, you know, at your leisure. So it's on demand and it's free, so you can just go listen to it on iTunes, Stitcher, and a, and a whole a host of different outlets, uh, FM radio and things of that nature, okay? Uh, but again... I want to wish everyone a profitable week, and we'll be back with you uh, next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.